Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy you are here and you chose to come hang out with me for a little bit today. We did it again. We did it. A freaking again. 50K month for the month of October and October's not even done. What? What is happening. This is so exciting. And, and also just like, it's weird because half of me is so pumped and celebrating and like, my gosh, this is amazing. And then the other half of me is like, of course, this is happening. Of course, which I think is a really good sign for me. And (laughs) what I know deep down, I'm capable of as a business owner and a creator. And also like, I I know why it happened. I knew, I knew this was going to be a big month well before I had the evidence that this was going to be a really good month. And, and I'm going to share with you in this episode exactly why and the reasons why this has happened again. So buckle up. This is going to be a a good, juicy, juicy episode. Again, if you get uncomfy with money conversations, you can, you can turn this off or you can stick around and allow it to be proof of what's capable for you. Because if I can do it, freaking anybody can. And that's a fact. And we'll talk more about that another time. <laughs> but, but yeah, so anyway... As of today, I'm recording this on October 28th. We have hit $52,958 in revenue in my business. Back-to-back 50K months. Now, okay, last month, it was right under 50K. It was like 49 and some change. And so I know like not technically 50K, but back-to-back almost 50K. And I have no doubt December is going to be just good, if not better. So crazy, crazy, right? Now, if you have not listened to episode 127, um, it's crazy because I recorded that not even a month ago and so much has taken place. So many shifts, so much healing, so much clarity and just like, whoa, (laughs) has happened since I released that episode. But in that episode, I talked about how I was getting frustrated with my revenue because I see consistent income every month. And I I did the average of my months for this year. And I average, I think it's 38 grand a month, something around there a month. 
Um, which like, holy crap, that's insane, right? That's so good. That's so, that's so much to be thankful for. Obviously, like that study of revenue at that level is incredible. That's what I used to dream of. That's what I dream of now. But what I shared in 127 was that's amazing. But I also like my current goal is double what I'm making now, right? My current goal is to get to six figure months. Why? Because I just want to. And it's just my goal and it gets to be my goal. So because my numbers have been so far from that big goal, instead of looking at what I've been creating as a business owner as abundant as it is and as like proof of what I'm capable of and proof of what, you know, all the goodness that I'm doing and blah, blah, blah. I was looking at it and seeing lack. I was looking at it and seeing not enough. I was feeling shame around it. I was feeling impatient around it. And this is hard for me to say out loud because like if I were listening to this a year or two ago, I would hear this and be like, like, what is wrong with this chick? Like, what a, what a douche. (laughs) But I'm just being honest. And yeah. And, and anyway, okay. So let's just get into what's transpired this past month. So I just want to give like a little, a little background of that's where I was at. And then we hit, you know, September, I wasn't even tracking my numbers. Like that's how far deep into just like, I don't even know what you call it. I don't know, far deep into irresponsible business ownership. I gotten, I wasn't even really tracking my numbers. I knew about what they were because bills were being paid and like, I'm working this business. So when, you know, I, I was like, felt like I was at this plateau, even though I wasn't watching my numbers super closely. I knew I wasn't, I mean, I knew for sure I wasn't hitting six figures a month. I knew I was pretty far away from that. And I felt like I was at this plateau of what I thought were consistent 20K months. And in reality, they were on average 38, which like that tells you everything you need to know right there. And again, like I I wish you could feel the embarrassment I feel in my body. Like I'm on video right now and I'm turning red. I'm so embarrassed. But I just, I have to be honest with you with where I was at because we have come a long way just in the past couple months. And I'm very proud of myself. And I know somebody out there can relate and is where I was just a couple months ago. So I'm going to talk you through this. So hopefully you can come out the other side and step into the light (laughs) because it was not the vibe. So I was like stuck at like this plateau, right? And I, I wasn't breaking it. September, I broke it. And the reason why is because I had uncovered like this really big block where I realized I'd like seen other people celebrating their income at all levels, like massive, big, multi six figure levels and also five figure levels and and less than that. Right. And I was like, why don't I do that? And then I, I realized that why is because I'm, I'm looking at this amazing situation and seeing lack versus the gratitude, you know, all, all of the amazing things that was happening. So that happened and I did a podcast around it. And since then it's just been like shift after shift, after shift, after shift. 
And again, I know exactly why this has happened again. And I wanted to do a podcast around it. So I feel like ever since episode 127, it's like these floodgates have opened in my business, in my mindset, in in so many different things, in like my relationship with so many of you and just a lot of really good things. So, okay, five things that I can pinpoint. Like if I were, you know, to look back on October since I recorded that episode, like what has transpired and why did we hit the 50K again? Like why is this number now climbing? Five things that I can pinpoint that I'm going to share with you today. So the first thing, like I kind of already alluded to, I truly did remove a massive energy block back in, I don't, It. I think it was September when that happened, Um, which then we had like that incredible month. I truly did. When I used to hear people talk about, quote, energetic blocks, I believe this stuff, right? Like, I truly believe in the power of our energy and like attracts like. I believe this. But I almost thought that, like, sometimes people would use these these concepts, like, blocks, like energetic blocks, almost as excuses, almost as reasons to procrastinate in a way. And I've already shared with you, like, I like to go fast, right? I'm not one to sit around and talk about things and talk about feelings. Like, I just want to move the F on with my life. So I knew I likely had some blocks because I know me, (laughs) Um, but I really wasn't interested in spending a ton of time going deep and doing the work, right? I just kind of thought like, you know, we're going to grow, we're going to evolve, like we'll, we'll get through it. I'll be the person who doesn't have to come to these realizations. And I didn't have to, right? Well, I mean, I did come to the realization, but I didn't have to like really work on it. But I think if I had, I would have realized this giant block, which it absolutely was, I would have found it a lot sooner than I did, right? Because the way that I discovered this was noticing all these other people celebrating their income wins. And I I asked, finally, finally asked myself, like, why don't you do that? And then realize like, holy crap, I'm like making this giant mistake. It's no wonder I'm stuck at this level. Look at me. Like I'm seeing lack, like I'm attracting more lack. That's hello. So I truly did remove like this massive freaking block. And as soon as I saw that, and as soon as I sat with that, and I really reflected on it, and I've talked with it with my clients, I've talked about it with my mastermind, I've talked about it with you. And the more I talk about it, the more that I process it, and the more that I catch myself, right? Because like it's become habitual. I still catch myself doing this in little ways, but I'm able to catch it so much faster and correct myself and bring it back to gratitude and, and, 
appreciation for the incredible things that I'm doing and the incredible women that are saying yes to me left and right. So I just have to mention that again, because yes, we already talked about that, but I don't think any of the other things that I'm going to be sharing with you in this podcast would have happened if, if I had not really, really done the work when I caught that and, and also like had the awareness of what I was doing and how powerful it was because I, I believed like, as soon as I caught that and I did that work, I believed I was like, whoa, this, this is going to be good for me. Like I already feel that it is and it was. So that's the first thing. Number two, as soon as I started talking about this stuff, and when I, when I say stuff, revenue, energy, using language like abundance, which, you know, who knew that was so triggering to some people, you know, as soon as I just started like talking in the way that I genuinely speak and sharing the things that I genuinely believe which by the way, you know, I, I didn't know that people, some people need to hear this, but like, I am not trying to convince anybody of anything. If you don't believe what I believe, you don't have to, like, I want you to do you always. This is my podcast. I'm just, my job is to show up and be honest and share like what's working for me and what's not and that kind of stuff. And you get to cherry pick as a human what what you vibe with and, and what you don't. But it's taken me a minute to get here because I, I had anxiety about it. Like I knew as soon as I started talking about these things, as soon as I started sharing more of my revenue and like really owning it and really owning the boss that I know that I am and just like allow myself to be more confident I, I, it was almost like another removal of a block, right? It was almost like I took off this invisible cloak (laughs) that I was wearing, trying to appease so many different people and trying just to like keep it vanilla and make everybody happy. And as soon as I came out with, with some of these things, it's like, it's like now people can see me and of course they can. Right. And this is another thing that I've I've taught so much about our ideal clients that when you know it's first and foremost so important to know who you're speaking to and who you're wanting to attract. And then the job is to speak to them, to say the things that is going to resonate with them. And the way that I have been speaking and showing up wasn't, I mean, I was attracting amazing women, amazing, but not necessarily my ideal client that was ready to work with me on the level that I desired to work with women, right? I was attracting a lot of like social media and, you know, people that were looking for help with social media and more surface level things. I want to go deep. Like I want to help you build a freaking business. I want to help you create 50K, six figure, you know, whatever your goal is months. I want you to be free. I want you to create a business that you're freaking obsessed with that you're proud of, where like you're actually making a difference. And I thought I was communicating that in different ways, but now like in hindsight, I, I definitely wasn't. But once I did, it was like, I connected with my ideal client in a way that I never have before, 
right? All of a sudden, like I'm watching the accounts that are following me and coming in. And it's like women that are doing amazing things, right? And and we all are, we all are. But like creating businesses, creating offers, again, at the level that I aspire to, to help women with, with some of my offers. So yeah, it was like, now I can be seen and, and now I'm being heard. And the reason why is because I'm speaking the language of my ideal client, right? I'm, I'm speaking to her. She can hear me now. I'm not jumbling up my words, trying to make everybody happy. And it's been really cool. And I, I believe in, in signs. I believe in God winks and ever since episode 127, you know, there was, I had anxiety about, about going there with y'all. And and for some reason, for some people, you might be like, oh my God, it wasn't even a big deal. And it really wasn't. But for me, it was because it was like my little coming out party and, and talking about these things for the first time. But anyway, I, I did have anxiety about it. And the amount of women that have come forward and have referenced that specific podcast and have referenced like this shift in my brand and the things that I'm talking about. I had two women in the same day, back to back. I had talked to them within the same hour and they both said essentially what I just shared with you. One of them was like, yeah, I've been following you for a year. I've been listening to the podcast for a year. I love the things that you share. Like you always give great value, but something about like you lately, it's just, you know, it's this shift and I'm just, I can't look away and I I want to work with you. And she was inquiring about working one-on-one with me. And the other chick in the same hour was saying the same things. So to me, I just, I see this as, you know, affirmation as like confirmation that, it's okay. I'm, you know, even though, yes, I am repelling some people, I'm attracting the people that, that I, that get it at this level right now. And that's amazing. Like that's why am I doing this? If not to, to help people and for people to really hear me. So that's been really cool. You know, the second thing is like connecting with my ideal client on a deeper level. And then also to be, part to be of this is the repelling. And I did, what was it? I think it was last week's episode on some feedback that I got. Actually, I think the past two episodes has been a little bit about some of the feedback that I've gotten and some of the people that I have repelled and have said things and left reviews and that kind of thing. And I was able to clear blocks around that too, which I know has served me. And you know, just like sum that up for you. I realize, like I pray for more, right? I pray for more exposure. I pray for more people to find this podcast. I pray for more people to connect with my content on Instagram, to connect with me and to send me DMs and to inquire about working with me and just to, to hear me and to see me. I pray for more and more just means more, more people that get it, more people that aren't going to get it. So just understanding that that's part of it, there's duality in everything and like having peace with that and not taking it personally when I piss some people off because I see the evidence of all of of the, the positive impact that I'm having at the exact same time. That has been 
really, really helpful for me and has given me a lot of peace around that and confidence in the way I show up, which no doubt has played into what we've seen as a business this month as well. All right. So in number one, I said that I truly did remove a massive block um, personally and through my business, but also through my relationship too. Um, and I wanted to, I, I looked over that note and just kept it moving. So I'm not going to like go really deep into that, but I, in the same way that I kind of had my head down in my business and I wasn't looking at my numbers, I also wasn't having really important conversations with Chris, which also was creating quite a block. Um, And I do want to talk about that. So I think I'll just do a separate episode on that because maybe we'll have him come on the show again and we can talk about it. I don't think it's important to like go back right now, but, but I will talk more about that. But, but yeah, in a nutshell, I wasn't divulging a lot of, um, my money wins or, you know, a lot about my money to him. Cause we keep things separate for the most part. And, and that was like creating some shame and weirdness that just needed to be cleared up. And we had a great conversation and it just, you know, it's it's just another block, another weight that was lifted. So anyway, I digress back to number, where are we? We are on number, we're on number three. So to give a more, I guess, tangible reason why this money is coming in, like the actual ways they're coming in, just give you an idea. This revenue is from three different offers. So something that I started doing a few months ago that has helped immensely with my revenue is I started selling more. I used to, I used to be concerned about that. And like, I didn't want to sell too much. I didn't want to get on y'all's nerves or think that like you always thought I was selling and I don't know. I just had some things that I needed to clear up there. So what I did in the past is I would have like one or two offers a quarter and, you know, just have pretty big launches around them. Well, that ended up being actually exhausting to me because I, there was so much pressure on the launches and I felt like I needed to do them in a way that just wasn't aligned with me. And we're going to talk more about that, um, in the next point. So anyway, it just wasn't serving me. And it also wasn't equaling the revenue that I desired. And it was like giving me way too big of dips in my revenue and I didn't love it. So then I just gave myself permission to sell more. Shocker. (laughs) You you make more money when you sell more. And the way that I've cleared this up for myself is like, I create things for you, right? I create everything that I create, whether it's a one-on-one offer, whether it's a mastermind, a training, a masterclass to a piece of content is all to serve you. And I put a lot of work into these things. I put a lot of thought into these things. So to feel any kind of like shame or embarrassment about putting that out to you and presenting that to you is insane insane. And, you know, my coach, Sarah Dan, like she, she's famous for, for saying like, you're effing welcome. Like it, you know, and that's, she was one of the first people that I ever really heard explain it in that way of like, yeah, I'm going to sell every single day and you're effing welcome because the things that I'm putting out is, are freaking amazing. And they may not be 
right for you right this second, but they are right for some people. So if it's not the right time for you, you can keep it moving and, you know, tune in tomorrow because I'll have something else. And it's just like shifting the energy from apologetic to, to like, you're off the walk, right? And, and then like, so clearing that up and then also selling more has served me so well. well. We'll talk about that in just a second. But, but yeah, so October, all of these sales came in from three different offers, which is awesome. So A3, the mastermind, and then a mix of um, one-on-one clients as well. Also, I have been increasing my prices quite a bit lately. I kind of was, I don't know, they were pretty like baseline for me in the, in the first half of the year. And then I just one day took a look at my numbers and they just weren't exciting to me or prices and they just weren't exciting to me anymore. And especially my one-on-one prices, right? Like I pour a lot into my clients I love, love, love working one-on-one with women. I've tried my business both ways where I do work one-on-one, where I don't work one-on-one. I actually, I love working one-on-one with women, but I can't give all my time away, right? Like time is our most precious commodity. So when I was looking at my prices for mastermind for one-on-one and, you know, and I can only give so much to so many people, it just wasn't adding up. And, and it didn't feel exciting to me. And this was so clear for me one day when somebody had booked a three hour intensive with me, I had, I wasn't even promoting it, but they found an old link through one of my highlight stories and they booked an intensive at the old price point and it came through and it was like, you know, I mean, it was like a a little under a thousand bucks. And I saw that and I got sad. I was like, no, (laughs) right? I was like, that's three hours of my time in addition to like Voxer support and, you know, and then the time like prepping and it's just, it's, it adds up. And, and that said everything that I needed to know right there. I was like, okay, it's time to increase my prices. And I sat down with my coach and we played around with some numbers and we landed on some that feel really, really well. And, and at the time it was like, I think initially when you increase prices, I think it's normal to have that initial, like, Oh, how are people going to feel about this? Is this even going to sell? But but I I think like, and for anybody who obviously like everybody here, and if you, sell your own thing. You have to deal with prices. And I find, I found that the, the line you're looking for is equal parts, a little nervous because it, it's big. It's like, it's bigger than what you've ever offered before. And also really, really exciting and, and like confident that, you know, somebody's going to book it. And obviously not as many people as before, because that's the point. <laughs> but well, and also, hey, you never know. But anyway, increased prices had a really big deal to do with a revenue increase. Go figure. So there's that. Okay, so the the fourth thing that has contributed to this amazing month is, and I kind of alluded to this in my stories. I said, like, 
I feel like I've learned more about being a business owner and a CEO and just like more so a creative business owner. I think it's it's important to be specific about that. I've learned more in the past few months than I have in years. And it really comes down to like one general concept of F the rules. Seriously, F the freaking rules. There are so many different ways that we can create gorgeous, profitable, high vibe businesses, whatever that means for you. And it's going to look different for all of us. There are some people that love growing their business with very strategic launches and and webinars and ads, or, you know, they want to do it totally hands off. And then there are other people that don't like all of that structure. And we live in the day and age, and especially with social media and all the tools that we have at our fingertips now, and especially if you're going to business on social media, where there's so many different ways to be successful. And when I finally got to the point where I stopped overthinking every single thing that I was doing and I stopped making all of the things that didn't work for me or that I didn't want to do, but maybe other people did, when I stopped making that mean something wrong about me, things started clicking into place. So for example, the way I launch, the way I create content, I am just a fly by the seat of your pants type of person. Like that's just who I am. I, I've, and, and it comes with its own challenges, right? Like whenever I'm, I'm trying to work with a team and the people that I have in place right now that are supporting my business, it makes it a little bit more difficult when all of a sudden I'm like, Hey, I know we said we're going to do this launch, but actually I'm doing something totally different and I'm going to do it this way, you know, but like, I don't mean that I don't make that mean anything negative anymore. Another thing, when it comes to my routine and how I run my day and how I wake up in the morning, how do I, how I go to bed at night, I do it how I want to. This sounds so silly to say, because like I'm 34 freaking years old duh, like, why would you not? But, and I don't even think I would have thought to mention this here on this podcast until yesterday, I was having a conversation with one of my, one of my members in A3. And she was talking about how, like, it's just a crazy season for her and her family right now. And she only has like very, very few windows during the day to do any kind of work on her, on her online business. And, you know, we were talking about her mornings and she was like, you know, I I want to work in the morning, but you hear all the time about how you're not supposed to look on, on your phone first thing in the morning. And you're not supposed to pull out your computer and get on email first thing in the morning because it's bad and da, da, da. And it just, it just hit me like a ton of bricks, like, wow wow, wow, wow. We all, I mean, not all of us, I'm sure, but it's so easy to fall into the trap of all of the noise of people that we assume know more than we do. And that like we put on this pedestal 
and like get into the trap of thinking we have to do it the way that they think we should do it. We have to do it the way that they deem worthy or right or good or whatever. And I asked her, I said, where did you hear that? Where did you hear the rule? And she said a very, 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 very popular. I'm not going to like say it on the podcast because that's not th- what this is about, but a very popular, um, not an inf- author, author, thought leader. This is like one of the things that, that they preach and that they believe in. And I said, okay, awesome. Amazing. Like no doubt that works for her, but is she paying your bills? And she just smiled. She was like, no, she's not. And I said, okay. And I said, you have to do what is right for you. You are the boss. You are the owner of your business. And all of us, not only are we the owners of our businesses, but we are the face of our businesses. We are also, we're the talent, we're the admin, we're the ninjas behind the scenes. A lot of us, depending on where we are, we're the CEOs, we're almost all the roles, like most people, well, I mean, we all have different teams and things like that. And the goal is, of course, more support and that's always available. But to go by somebody else's rules and and if you don't align with that, make that mean something wrong or like not do what's right for you because so-and-so doesn't do it and said that it's wrong is crazy pants and not crazy on like, that's not bad on you. It's so easy to fall into that. It's crazy. Like we all do this on some level. So I see where I do this too. Like same thing in the mornings. I, I would love to to be the type of entrepreneur that gets up and meditates first thing in the morning and goes for a brisk run and, you know, writes out her affirmations and whatever. Sometimes I do that. Sometimes what works for me is a workout first thing in the morning. Like I go through different seasons, just like everybody else. But a lot of times what works for me is getting up and moving slowly and have a cup of coffee and flipping through TikTok because it makes me freaking happy. (laughs) Right. And it means nothing. Like, nothing at the end of the day. And here's how I've kind of reconciled this with myself. The better I feel as a human is going to reflect on my business, right? Like the better I feel as, as a person, as a mom, as a wife, that is going to serve. Ultimately that is what's going to serve my, my business. So that looks so many different ways. And for me, what works for me is I I do need a balance. I personally, I like, I personally need to work out to feel my best. I personally need to know that I'm feeding my body the proper nutrients and I'm checking my boxes there and like I'm eating clean-ish. But also it's all about balance, right? That is what works for me. What works for you? As soon as I kind of, said F the rules. And I, I started running my life and my business in the way that served me the best. And also like, I'm not, obviously I'm thinking of my family and I'm thinking of my team. Right. But, but ultimately as, as the person in the center of this brand, things started working better. And it, it does not surprise me at all why that's so. So I'm trying to think if there's any other examples. I mean, there's there's so many, but I mean, in every little detail from from like how I create content 
to again, what I launch, to what I charge, to what I spend my money on, what I invest in, what's right for me versus looking around and seeing what other people are doing. And like, you know, there are times where you desire to be inspired and you want to see the people that you're looking up to, what they're doing. And that's good, but that doesn't mean that you have to design your whole life to the T around that. And if you go off track, you're wrong. Because when you think that, if you truly believe that, that's not going to help you, right? That's just going to slow you down and going to trickle down into your business and other pieces, parts of your life that ultimately is not going to serve you. So anyway, that's the fourth thing, just saying if you do the roles and doing what works best for me and being unapologetic about it has served me really well, but everybody's different. And then the fifth thing that I know has played a big piece and part in this month was really doing work around letting go of a pressure of a timeline. This has been huge for me. Okay. Here's what I mean. I've shared many times, like I have these big goals. I know I'm going to, to be a seven figure multi, you know, multi seven figure business owner. I know that's going to happen. And how we've been traditionally taught in the past when it comes to setting goals is like, you put a time on it, right? You put a time or you write the check to yourself or like whatever, and for some people, this works really well, right? Like we're, we all have different human designs. We all are very different people. For some people, the pressure of a timeline is like pressure for a diamond. It just, it works really well. And you know who you are. And in that case, like keep your timelines. For me, in this regard, in terms of like big goals for my business, big vision for my business, a timeline was not serving me. Here's why. I said in my journal, oh God, two years ago, that by February 22nd, 2022, I was going to be a seven-figure business owner. Why that date? Because 222, it's like a, it's a number for me. It means a lot. It has a lot of meaning with like me and my family. It's like my favorite day of the year. And, you know, it's going to be 22222 in a you know, next year. So I wrote a check to myself. I was like, okay. You know, and I was like two years away. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, we're going to get there. Right. And then what happens is it's, 2021. And with every single month that passes, I'm looking at my revenue compared to seven figures in February. And instead of seeing like, oh yeah, we're on our way. We're doing great. I'm seeing like, holy crap, we are very far away from seven figures. Right. And that pressure was no doubt contributing to this, this problem that I was having a few months ago where I was seeing my numbers as with lack versus the good things that we should have seen the numbers through. So anyway, I've really done work around letting go of that timeline. And I heard a story that changed my life around this. And I'm going to tell it very, very quickly. 
But long story short, this woman that I look up to who has this like freaking insane, insane, insane business right now. I'm talking like she, I don't know. I think she's already hit like 11 million for the year or 22 or something like that. Just freaking insane. And she's incredible. Um, but anyway, she tells the story about how she, um, in 2018, she closed the year out with seven figures. Like it was a million dollar year, but she started the year with 20 K months. She was getting 20 K months consistently until I, I think like June or July, 20 K months. And she still finished out the year with a million dollars in revenue. Tell me how that makes sense. What happened was instead of, she didn't start the year saying like, okay, this is going to be my seven figure year, right? Because can you imagine what if she had done that? And then in January, she hit 20K, February, she hit 20K, March, April, May, 20K, 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 20K. Like we can do math here. You, my friend, are not on track for seven figures. And she that's how she explained it. She was like, can you imagine if if that was my goal for the year. And then every month that passed by was just proof that it wasn't working. She was like, I have no doubt if that was the situation, I would not have hit a million. She was like, because what I would have done was I would have said, okay, in June, I'm actually on track to make 200K. So I guess that's my new goal. And then, you know, obviously if you're hitting, if you're shooting for 200K, you're really likely not going to hit a million. So what she did instead, this changed everything for me. She said, I'm a multi-million dollar business owner in the making. And she didn't put pressure on herself because she really believed deep down that that was going to happen. And she just trusted that like things would happen and look what happened, right? Like who starts a year off with 20K months for the better half of the year and then goes to a million. Clearly it's possible. So when I heard that story, it shifted everything for me. And I am now adopting that for myself. And I'm just allowing myself to have fun in the process versus getting so wrapped up with the destination. That has been huge. And by taking that pressure off, by having fun and doing the things that I actually enjoy in my business, in my life, and just, again, just not having that like crazy pressure and always looking and, and seeing how far behind I am, it obviously gives me better energy. It makes me happier to show up and do this work. And no doubt that has supported my business. And like, you can feel that and everything, you know, it just, it's, it's trickled down in so many positive ways. So anyway, those are the things, right? Like that's it. It's not rocket science. It's not anything like super, super profound, but these are real life concepts, like real things that are happening that have truly, truly moved the needle in big ways for me that has reflected in my revenue, but also just in how I feel as a business owner. And I like the way I feel about the trajectory of my business right now versus how I felt just a couple of months ago is night and day. And that is everything to me. Like that feels so good. And I want that for you too. So don't judge yourself. Don't beat yourself up. This is what it's all about. Like growth and evolution forever. Amen. And yeah, 
I'm just happy you're here and I hope this served you. Okay. So anyway, I love you dearly. I hope you have a fabulous rest of your day and we will talk soon. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.